Hello, everybody. As most of you know, I was in Ottawa recently testifying about MAID, medically assisted in dying, being used or being offered to a veteran during a phone call for Veterans Affairs with Veterans Affairs Canada. I have put out several signal flares hoping that somebody would respond that uh, to prove that somebody else has had this happen to them. And finally, I've got a response from my signal flares that I've put up. Today on the, on the show, I have somebody who is an active serving member of the Canadian Armed Forces, who cannot use his real name, so we will go by the name Bruce. And Bruce had this same thing happen to him. Bruce, thank you for uh, coming forward. Yeah, my pleasure. So let's start at the beginning. Um, Did Veterans Affairs call you, or were you calling them? Uh, They were calling me for, uh, like, an initial uh, meeting just to see what they could do for me and what uh, services they could offer. And are you willing to share what type of services you were looking for? Yeah, so um, I had uh, been suffering from PTSD, and I recently had a lot of uh, um, suicidal thoughts. And so when I I was getting a call from them, I was kind of hoping that, they would uh, uh, help me, you know, with uh, my transition out of the military, uh, help me find um, new doctors once I get out and, uh, you know, help me uh, and assist me with any other kind of uh, uh, claims I might have. I wasn't expecting them to uh, uh, let me know that, hey, we had recently, you know, uh, won litigation to assist a member with uh, MAID. And, you know, that's always an option. I was, I was taken aback and I thought it was uh, quite strange. So, uh, you know, I mentioned it to my uh, case manager, but uh, I, I was a little disturbed that, you know, if they had mentioned that to somebody else, that was even worse off than I was, you know, that could have been that little bit to push them over the edge. As, so, you know, I was as, as taken back. As best as you can, Bruce. Um, how did this come about like was it just out of the blue like what was like what was she uh, i take it it was a she that you were speaking with yes it was a female yes so what like was this just unprompted or like how did this i was completely un, uh, unprompted she uh, she was going through uh, just a list of uh, um uh, different uh things they had available for, uh, for their services. And, and then completely out of the blue, she had mentioned that. So what was the first, um, when, what did you hear about me and the, the testimony in, um, in Ottawa? Did you just kind of come across it and go, holy shit, that happened to me too? It was about uh, a week or two ago, and I I, I didn't want to uh, call in right away. I wanted to, you know, make sure I was taking the right steps because I didn't want to come forward with, you know, if if it wasn't enough information or I didn't have enough uh, proof. Well, what could you possibly provide as proof, though, other than just saying, yeah, that happened to me too? Well, I would try to get the documents uh, but uh, or the phone call. They, uh, they told me from Veterans Affairs that uh, if it was over uh, six to eight months ago, their chances of it uh, being there are slim to none. They usually delete them. 
Okay, but they said that they did record the call that was outgoing to you. Is that correct? Uh, they said that they there was a chance that the call was recorded. They said they uh, they record one in twenty five is what the gentleman told me. Well, that is different than what um, their testimony was in Ottawa. So uh, hmm. this, the story keeps morphing. Uh, so yeah. roughly, when did this phone call happen with you and Veterans Affairs Canada? Uh, she initially called me back in November twenty twenty one. November 2021. So being that August of 22 is when this most recent one came up that hit the news. Um, this has obviously been going on for a while. Yeah, it kind of uh, makes me a little upset that I didn't raise my voice earlier. I wish uh, somebody had said something. Uh, I, I had said something earlier because maybe you know that would have st- uh, put a stop to it right then and there. But obviously, that didn't happen. Well, Bruce, better late than never. But knowing that this happened in November of twenty-one, then again in August of twenty-two. Um, so here are now two cases that we know of. Only this is the first time, Bruce, that the actual person who had the conversation is coming forward. So, brother. Thank you so much for that and and for coming forward. Now, when you listened to the testimony that I provided in Ottawa, was there anything else that stuck out uh, for you? That that where you feel like, hey, that wasn't right, or you needed to correct the record? Um, nothing that I could uh, think off the top of my head. I didn't watch your entire uh, testimony, to be honest with you. That's all right. What exactly was the wording that was used to you as best as you can recall? Uh, We uh, helped a member uh, go uh, win a case in court uh, with uh, assistance. And I'm not sure uh, anything uh, like how she phrased it, but, um, and she said, you know, um, those are, uh, those are available if you're looking for them. We just wanted to let you know. I said, well, I'm in a good place right now. You know, I don't need to worry about those. Uh, and she's like, well, I know, but uh, they're out there if, you know, things and uh, get worse or anything. Just let us know. So she pushed it, just like in the southern it felt like It felt like that, yes. You felt that it was pushed on you. So... Now you're saying that they are claiming that there was a court case where somebody applied for MAID, it had to go to court for some reason, but they've completed MAID with another veteran or active serving member? Is it Was that your understanding? Yes, they had, uh, that's what I, I recall from the conversation that she had said that they had won uh, a case in court to help uh, with a, a veteran uh, assistant passing on. So, Not sure what exact words she used for that, but... Well, if that's in court, that is great because that means that there's an actual record of this um, in the courts because every court case is recorded in the public sphere. Um, and as this gets investigated, there is now a way to to dig that up. Did, do you remember if they said roughly when that court case happened? Oh, I have no idea. I haven't really been following it. Okay. No, that's fine. 
Okay, so your conversation was the same as the conversation that I testified to, where somebody says, hey, you know, if down the road you ever change your mm-hmm. mind, and you said, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm fine, like I'm in a good place. Well, yeah, but if, cha- if things change up in the future, you know, we can kill you. Is, is that your recollection of how the conversation happened with you? Pretty close, yeah. More or less. Yeah. And they said that they've done it before. Could they can help you because they've done it. They've they've done it with somebody else. It's yeah, it's appalling. Yeah, but that's your understanding. Is that uh, they said that we can help, we can kill you because we've killed somebody else. Well, I wouldn't put it in those words, but that would pretty much be exactly what she was meaning of it. So, what words would you would you use? Like we can provide made for you because we've provided made for somebody else. Uh, we could help you end your suffering because we've helped somebody else end their suffering. Kind of like that. Okay. So it's just, um, it's just a play on words then. They offered to kill you because they said that they've killed somebody else. Yeah, pretty much. Well, holy shit, Bruce. Bruce, I think we're about there. Is there anything that we're missing? No, I think uh, I think we covered everything. Okay, Does I any- hope I'm, uh, I could help with uh, you know what I've said. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said I just hope that I could help with what I've uh, said coming forward. I can guarantee it helps a great deal. Um, I'm going to be sending this. I'm going to be publishing uh, this conversation right now. And I'm sending it to all the appropriate parties, all the members of parliament. This will be sent to uh, Blake Richards, the shadow minister of veterans affairs and to John Barlow, who got the ball rolling in the first place. You may have very well saved some lives today, Bruce. I appreciate it. That's all I wanted to do. And I just wanted to make sure that this was stopped and uh, that it didn't happen to anybody else. Cause it's just, it's not needed. Well, without your testimony, that wouldn't have happened. This would have been um, brushed under the carpet. Um, okay, Bruce, uh, we'll we'll end the phone call. I'm going to get this published. Please stay on the line. You're listening to Operation Thanks. Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in to Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast for veterans, first responders, and their families. We are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making help for PTS injuries easily accessible. With a vision of a world where the path to recovery is clear. Please support this mission by subscribing to and rating the show on your favorite podcast channel, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere else. By doing so, you'll help others find the help which just might save their life. Also, please help by sharing a link to the show on all of your social media channels every time a new episode drops. And always remember to recover out loud.